we're online and so we can we can begin so it's my uh pleasure today to be speaking with dr Li men yang um of course anyone that's been following sars knows uh knows who dr Li men yang hopefully is uh she was based in hong kong as the pandemic broke and i i don't want to uh paper over your background uh and miss details that you think might be important. So I will I will say that you were at the Hong, it was Hong Kong University and you sort of broke the silence around SARS-CoV-2 as a Chinese um biowarfare agent. I think that I think that's a fair way fair way to put it, right? Yes. So could you could you just expand on that a little bit just tell us briefly the history that you had and how you ended up in uh well escaping from Hong Kong I guess and um yeah go go from there Hi Kevin uh thank you for having me So uh I am a medical doctor and also a PhD I obtained my degrees from two top medical universities in China, and I moved to the University of Hong Kong to pursue my research career. And after that, I worked for over five years in the WHO H5 reference lab at the University of Hong Kong School of Public Health. So basically, when I work as a postdoc fellow there, I become the virologist and also immunologist. Uh, immunologist. Also, uh, I focus on the development of the uh, universal influenza vaccine, and I have my patent on pending America. Uh, so basically, I work with the top uh, emerging infectious disease experts in the world, uh, especially the very, very good at uh, influenza and also coronavirus. Okay. And also, we are the China's national uh, lab for the uh, emerging infectious disease. So after the uh, Wuhan outbreak at the end of 2019, uh, I was assigned confidentially by my boss, WHO expert, uh, Dr. Liu Pong uh, at the University of Hong Kong. So uh, my task is to uh, investigate what happened in Wuhan uh, since 31st December, 2019. And also I have to keep silence because I was warned again and again from the beginning, if I cross the red line, that means I made Chinese Communist Party unhappy, then I will be disappeared. So no I one can I help me. want to interrupt you, but would you mind, I heard you say September 2019, was that correct? Or December? No, December. December, okay. Sorry, December. I, I thought you said December 31st, the last day. Okay. Um, actually, sort of bringing that point up, um, there's a lot of conjecture around when the start of SARS-CoV-2 actually emerged. I personally think there's evidence pointing to September, October. I think the open source intelligence would um, would appear to support that. The hospitals, the search parameters, the Many, many, many indicators. Do you, do you think there's any credence to those earlier dates? What I always tell people is that 
the virus first, it is released intentionally out of the lab. That means this is not the accident makes the spill over. Mm. And I cannot tell you which exact date and where exactly uh, they released this virus to the people in Wuhan. However, I can tell you that based on all the information and evidence I get, I analyzed, I went through uh, this outbreak. When it becomes an outbreak in Wuhan, it should be around end of December, uh, October to early November in 2019. And after that, it becomes worse and worse. And also, more evidence actually show that Chinese Communist Party uh, intentionally to release this uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus to the Wuhan military game, which was uh, held uh, at the end of October 2019. And somehow, somehow, I mean, uh, it seems failed because according to the evidence and data we get now, the outbreak happened in Wuhan after that, but the outbreak in the other areas in uh, the rest of the world actually was not caused by the athletes from the military games. Instead, I mean, when Chinese Communist Party uh, purposely uh, hide up the uh, hide all this kind of situation in Wuhan, and when WHO helped to craft it uh, to hide uh, to cover up, uh, cover it up. And when they release Chinese people all over the world while lockdown Wuhan uh, on 23rd January 2020, that was the main cause to cause the pandemic all over the world. Mm. So just to refresh people's minds, that was, uh, I can't remember if Wuhan was locked down before, but it was the, the New Year holiday 2019 where the Chinese government restricted people traveling from Wuhan to China, but allowed international travel and therefore the spread from Wuhan to uh, multiple different countries. It's not 2019. It actually is 23rd January 2020 because that's Lunar New Year for China. Yes, yes, sorry. Uh, And um, at, at what point did you begin to realize that something was not quite right with the information that you were being told at an academic level versus what you were seeing, I don't know, you were getting your news from just social networks or television or how how did, how was the perception in uh, Hong Kong as uh, the pandemic was breaking out? Oh, actually, uh, I realized something went wrong uh, uh, right after I started this confidential investigation. I mean, I have my very special and massive network uh, back to mainland China because, as I said, I studied there and also my friends, uh, they can be reached to the China CDC headquarter office to the local doctors. So um, immediately, the first-hand information go back to me shows that First, even back to uh, December 20, uh, 2019, Chinese government already obtained the sequence of this virus from the Wuhan patients, I mean, from this outbreak. Okay, so... Yes, they had. So you say so there and, is data going back to September. Um, December, December. December, sorry. I keep, uh, I guess... Uh, Did I say September? 
Yes, yeah, so send it like I think September I, I want to say so December. December. I, I want to say December. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, how how long for you to look at the? You obviously getting the sequence data, and how how long did it take you to realize? Oh, something something looks out of place. So you know, if people jumped on the Fearing Cleavage site as being. Uh, problematic. What was what was the first indication for you that um, this may have had a synthetic origin? Uh, as I told you, I worked with the top coronavirus expert in the world because my lab is a lab uh, discovers that civet uh, cat as a uh, host of SARS-CoV-1 in the mitosis. They are the one uh, get. Uh, conducting this kind of uh, investigation for SARS-CoV-1 and developed the PCR quick test kit for SARS-CoV-1. And also later on the MERS coronavirus outbreak, they are all involved. So based on all this and also when, uh, based on my own expertise, uh, when I see the uh, virus sequence on um, 16th January 2020, because at that time, uh, Chinese government initially released the virus sequence as they, they postponed it. And when they released, the first one they released was on 12 January, uh, which you can search from the gene bank database in NIH. Mm-hmm. And that one actually was a wrong version. It with some errors that you cannot explain. However, when you check that first version, it cannot show you the possible origin in the family tree. Is, is but, this the data that was contracted that only showed, so they put... Uh, 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 there was something went wrong. I mean, mm. actually at that time, my husband, he's a WHO coronavirus expert. He first examined it and uh, he told me clearly that the data actually shows some unexplainable, uh, this kind of errors, which actually covered up the possibility of the uh, origin on the, uh, based on the family tree. That means you cannot find out the closest family member from the coronavirus uh, database. So you, and, you, th- you think that there was a um, deliberate injection of... Uh, misleading information in the first sequences? Uh, yeah, we both agree with that because when I start getting involved to check the viral genome sequence, it was uh, 16 January. And that time, uh, they already published the second version and removed the first one. And I keep the evidence now. So for the second version, uh, they changed on 14th January. Actually, that is kind of the right one according to SARS-CoV-2, we see. And based on that one, we can uh, very easily just find out this virus has no much close uh, relatives in the database, except for the most close one to them are the Zhoushan bat coronaviruses, ZC45, and a twin-like virus, ZXC21, uh, discovered by People's Liberation Army in 2017. So I, I have some questions about that. So the, um, the when you published the first series of papers that you did, and my that some of the criticism that came from you know the the talking heads. So I I will call them those that proximal origin individuals, right? So the 
uh, Anderson, Christian Anderson. Yes, yes, they're they're all um, very Homoff. Yeah, they're all very dubious <laughs> characters, and the uh, I'm just wondering. Uh, I might have a problem with the stream. Hang on, just one second. Is YouTube working? So let me just see if the chat responds to that. Um, but uh, you know, as time has gone by, we've obviously seen that there was uh, a lot of collusion between this group, Fauci, oh, yeah. and uh, you know the higher echelons of NIAID, NIH. Um, DOD, you you name it. So YouTube is not working. Why? Uh, I might have got banned off YouTube already. Might have, might have got banned already. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, uh, right now. Yeah, I mean my my um my channels get taken down uh, a lot. Uh, it says I'm online, but um, if if I'm talking with you, I guess that's a that's a target, but. Um, this is sensitive, but they yeah. might reduce live online. I mean, on YouTube, why they respond so quickly to you? Uh, yeah, because I'm I'm a fawn in their side. I, you know, every day for two years, I've been breaking down what SARS-CoV-2 is. I knew it was of synthetic origin straight away because I was in um, Daegu in South Korea in November into December. I got extremely ill. I knew immediately that it was not uh, flu. It wasn't, um, you know, it had. When was that? When was that? So I was in Daegu the first week of December. And December. Yeah, 2019. Whoa. Where is Daegu? Daegu is, um, so you have Seoul and you have Busan and you have in the middle oh. Daegu city. You mean Korea? Yeah, South Korea. And uh, oh. Daegu was the outbreak of the super spreader event in Korea, uh, which was by the, are you familiar with Shinchioji cult? So there was a religious cult in South Korea. And they, it was that group which caused this massive outbreak in South Korea. And they actually had a, I don't want to say church, but they had a congregation in Wuhan and they were traveling back and forth, it seems. And they they literally made the head of this cult. Um, I don't I don't remember his name, but, but very bizarre. I think I remember one uh, some report about that. Yeah. So they literally time, made him about come the out church on, gathering. Yeah. So they made him come out on his hands and knees. The guy thought he was um, uh, Jesus Christ and Satan all together. And like I say, it was a, it's a it was a very big cult, and um, the. Yeah, and I got ill then. So I and I knew that there was something going on early before they were before they were saying there's there was an outbreak. And I, I would knowing the symptoms had very long hauler type symptoms for many months, uh classic dyspnea. I had um you know, I was sort of medically retired from my position because of a head injury. Um it during the febrile state, that's where it got me. I was completely um, but I didn't know where I was for a week, right? Just completely, wow. yeah. And 
um, nothing was working. And uh, I, I, I can remember in a moment of clarity saying to my wife, just get aspirin. Try and literally aspirin oh, yeah. started to help me sort of uh, come back to um, something normal. So, yeah, we're having lots of uh, technical issues on the stream. I'm recording this, so it, it if it doesn't so go we are still in recording now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it, it's recording. Do you need to repeat? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's uh. Okay. So if if it's not going out live, um, I can just upload it afterwards and do it do it that way because there's some there's some they're saying the outage is more it, it's bigger than just YouTube right now so it's um uh there's there's lots of problems but it doesn't matter we can we can just carry on the conversation so anyway i i had a um what symptom wise and like i say i come from a clinical neuroscience i know um you know um, and i've had most common illnesses and i knew that this was something very very different and then as a as christmas came around and you know, it completely ruined Christmas. I couldn't do anything. I was just couldn't breathe, etc. And then the word word of the pandemic started to, uh, or, or the outbreak started to leak out. And then as the symptoms, and I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure that I had uh, SARS-CoV-2. But, um, you know, I tried a antibody test, but it was over a, more than a year later more like 15 uh, months later uh, so it, it didn't didn't show um anything but uh, you you if you get the mild case then probably that you don't have the igg there is at least 20 percent of the people have the mild symptoms based on my study oh, my, mine were uh, mild <laughs> mild yeah mild mine was very serious very, very serious your one was very serious mm. But the serious case, uh, based on our study, at least at that time, we say the robust IgG against SARS-CoV-2. Mm. Uh, yeah, but yeah, anyway. So, so, so you know, I, I feel sorry to hear your <laughs> serious case. It, well, it brought me into this um, very early on. And, you know, I was trying to, I, and, you know, this was the scientific censorship. So at, at the beginning of the outbreak, I was trying to tell people that um, this isn't, your regular illness and it's I immediately recognize it's going for the central nervous system okay and I was trying to tell people as this was coming out because people oh. were saying it's did you lose the smell and taste um yes it was I had the dyspnea and shortness of breath but the febrile state uh, was literally hallucinatory and I can't I can hardly remember anything of it Except in you know I was just convulsing on the on my bed basically um, in, in pain. It was it was a horrible horrible experience. Oh sorry. And um, yeah, for many months afterwards, the um, you know breathing, everything was just messed up, and uh, you know that, that, that all the other symptoms were so much that smell and stuff. Mine doesn't work that well anyway, so I didn't. It 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 was low down compared to all the other symptoms that I had. Oh, right. So um, I hope you get better. Yeah, get I mean, two years now. two years down the road, and um, I'm getting getting somewhat uh, back back on form. But the 
um, I mean, why did why did we get down? It was just it was just to try to sort of establish that there's um, there was these early signs that were out there. Um, I do think um, you know Daegu and South Korea had a a, a big part in the well the spread of of the disease as well because they have new year chinese new year as well and it was definitely in south korea at that time and they they were they of course jet everywhere like they- yeah, but just uh because we now only know that the first case reported overseas out of china is 13 january in thailand so we now actually have no other uh evidence or data can trace back to see uh what happened in like south korea or other places at that time and also china was covering up and hiding, uh, I mean, destroying the data evidence. Mm -hmm. So that's why actually to understand the real origin of SARS-CoV-2 actually is very, very important and helpful. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I don't know how much we can do this far down the path or down the road from the initial event because of there was so much messing around with the data, not only from the Chinese, but also on the American side mm-hmm. as well. And, you know, as America goes, the rest of the world goes. And, you know, here we are two years later and we've still got Anthony Fauci in the um, head of the NIAID, the same proximal origin group publishing data that is, um, well, I would say it's scurrilous in how they've done it, which was to push out in New York Times last not two weeks ago no peer review just uh, a rehash of the, a rehash of the data and a terrible um how would you say they've the epidemiological data is a partial data set that they use right There's- no actually that is very interesting and i mean uh, I mean, first, uh, they don't have evidence about nature origin except for the fabrication, mm. and which I have already reviewed in the first three year report. Mm. And I'm now working with my team for the fourth one. We focus on uh, revealing the fabrication of the Laos, Cambodia, mm. and Thailand bad coronavirus, which different groups claim that is a nature origin of the SARS CoV 2. And there is very strong, uh, very solid smoking gun evidence in the genome. And also, uh, actually, there is something very funny. And uh, um, Chinese Communist Party now actually even don't want, doesn't want to admit the nature origin because first they realize <laughs> I and other people keep beating them when they try to, uh, I mean, uh, say something. Uh, say something i mean uh lie to people cheating people so we keep beat them and beating them and they they really know they cannot defend because they are lying so chinese communist party the the next uh move actually not next is uh, uh ongoing uh move in this unrestricted bio warfare is to blame america for the bio weapon of sars cov 2 and also now, if you notice that they actually work with Putin, Putin and Xi Jinping, they are the allies now. They make the secret deals uh, 
during Winter Olympic in Beijing, and now they work together to challenge America. And also, they even want ship Putin or China become the hero to save people from American spy weapon, which is so hilarious.、Uh, and on the other hand. People like Dr. Fauci, Dashak, and Christian Anderson, Eddie Holmes, Ian Lipkin, and this proximal oxygen group, and also like Dr. Robert Gallo in Maryland University,、mm-hmm. the HIV Titan, and the John Hopkins University, some bioweapon、uh, scientists, including Gigi and also Nancy. These people, they are also working for Chinese government. I mean, working for their own benefits, and so. See, actually, from the beginning, they compromise with Chinese Communist Party,、uh, and then start to、uh, advocate for the nature origin. However, because all this kind of、uh, so-called evidence they provide is already refuted by me and also by other scientists, so they cannot keep going on. But They are fair now, so they are unfair now because more and more, I mean, even majority of Americans and the the rest of the world realize that they are lying, and people are angry.、Yep. So that's why、uh, when you talk about they keep publishing something、uh, on preprint and also、uh, on New York Times and also other media, actually these people. They are now working for their own benefits together because they are worried they are held accountable、yes. for misleading the public because they are in America or in other democratic country. So they can they they are afraid they will be put to the court because Chinese Communist Party is still far away, but they are so close for people.、Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why. They even now、uh, don't care about Chinese Communist Party. They just want to、um, enhance、uh, their nature origin theory. Even this is a lie. They just lie together, and they want to use their position in this professional field to further、uh, brainwash people. Yes, and you know, again, this is an abuse of the academic and scientific.、Um, Framework and, and you know the accepted standards that should be in place, and they have、uh, well, what they're trying to do is just、uh, front load the literature so that in ten years' time, when the next PhD students are coming through, and you know SARS is going to be a big research topic for a long time,、um, they're the ones that will be cited in in all the literature as as they. They, they get privileged access, right? The proximal origin paper was, you know, they had their meetings, and a week later it was in Nature Medicine, was it? I think as a as a letter,、um, and th- that pattern has continued. Not o- not only、uh, that group, there was a, a Ohio University. I, I don't know if you're familiar with that group, but their emails were foiled, and they were discussing that the. Uh, the molecular makeup of SARS-CoV-2 looks abnormal, right up to them submitting their paper, and then and and basically saying it had to be it had to be natural spillover. And this this was I forget their names, but it's,、uh, uh, it was Ohio University, I think, and it was a sort of、uh, almost like a review type paper rather than any sort of analysis. But in the background, they're saying, "Hey, some something doesn't look right." And when you've got that weight on, or, or pushing the scientific 
journals and you know if we haven't learned now that all the journals are compromised new england journal of medicine nature lancet um science uh, all of those have colluded in some fashion to push forward the natural origin hypothesis with with very little data no data in fact do you have a, a comment for that or uh, yes. Yeah, so first, I want to ask, can you hear me well? Because when I hear you a little bit uh, not smooth. Um, it's You sound perfect here. So. Uh, okay. okay, great. So uh, actually, so this is something uh, from the beginning, January 2020, when I realized I start to review through the uh, one of the uh, YouTube uh, media, uh, which is anti-CCP based in US media. Uh, it's called Luda Media. I delivered my message to the host and he helped to review it and to, uh, because that uh, anti-CCP media is very influential. So it actually gave the pressure to Xi Jinping's office and it pushed them to lock down, to admit human to human transmission, to, uh, to actually, uh, uh, Push, uh, they changed their strategies and uh, postpone and delay the damage for the world. However, um, I mean, they didn't stop doing that. So the Chinese Communist Party, they, uh, they changed the tactic, uh, which means, for example, uh, the day after I uh, all the media reviewed my evidence that this virus, SARS-CoV-2, actually is made uh, using the backbone CC45 and the XC21 from PLA. Shi Zheng Li, the bad woman in Wuhan lab, has to submit one paper in hurry that is a one liter be very famous. They claim they found RITG 13 from her drawer after 10 years. However, if you check, there is another paper submitted at the same day by Xi Jinping's group. In that paper, clearly that is a little bit early before the RITG 13 paper. Mm. So in the first paper, uh, which is not noticed well by public now, but they never mention anything about RITG 13. They just put CC45 as the most closed uh, virus on the family tree and they try to minimize this uh, picture and to just try to uh, get avoid of any uh, this kind of impression for the uh, for the readers. Well, they, so they, that is actually... Mm? They've even been caught. So they were sort of double bookkeeping. That They had a, a I forget the... The designation now, but 40, 40, 49, 45, something like that. But from 2017, they had a publication, I think it was 2017, which. Uh, you mean, you mean the real backbone or you mean Xi Jinping's? Uh, Xi Jinping's, it was from their lab and they, uh, I'd have to pull okay. up the. Yeah, I think what you mean, you mean 4991, right? Yes, yes, yes. So 4991 actually. Uh, there is something misunderstanding by many scientists uh, out of China. I mean, why I say out of China? Because uh, since they cannot read in Chinese, mm -hmm. so there were some uh, thesis, uh, MPhil and PhD thesis were translated somehow sent to the uh, scientists, and there are a lot of misleading uh, or mistranslation. So uh, I have talked to people. Uh, I have talked to the. Uh, Fauci's friend and some expert uh, in uh, America. And also I know that 
uh, this translation actually is not accurate and very misleading. So I have checked through all these thesis and uh, do more research with my team, my scientists in Yen research. Mm -hmm. What I can tell you is I have already reviewed it in the first and second Yen report. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, Former non one, people thought it was a whole virus. Later on, uh, they said this is the one Shijinli called it at RATG 13 found from West China, Yunnan. Mm. No, this is not right. This is something mixed with some inform real information, but finally it turns into misinformation because Shijinli doesn't have RATG 13. Mm. This is based on genome analysis by my team from the uh, I mean, uh, to show it that it cannot uh, exist in the nature with the uh, natural evolutionary uh, relationship with SARS-CoV-2. Mm -hmm. And also, Shijinli's group actually, in private, uh, they admitted, Shijinli admitted uh, by herself, they actually don't have the live virus. Mm -hmm. And also, based on all the search records, they were done, and the other teams were done in that bat cave in Yunnan, mm -hmm. in West China, there was no any coronavirus, whole genome sequence, or alive virus was found. Actually, 4991 is kind of a section with RDRP section for coronavirus. And we even don't know whether it's the uh, lineage B beta coronavirus because they never found the real whole genome sequence. But because RDRP actually has two functions, very important. One is Shijinli's team use RTRP to do the uh, family tree analyze. That means when they found in that cave one RTRP section from some sample, which is so unique, and they replace it with the backbone of the SARS-CoV-2 PLS virus. They replace it. And so that's why when people go back to using Shijinli's way, and that is already established, to analyze the family tree. This is a way to distract people. And also, uh, RDRP actually is a target for drug. It's a potential target, uh, which actually randomisware uh, is studied uh, based on that, developed based on RDRP. So Chinese Communist Party, when they weaponize the uh, coronavirus to be the SARS-CoV-2, they definitely has to consider how to uh, get the special drug target. As I said, this RDRP for one is so special, so they expect it can be a very good drug target. Mm -hmm. And also, very importantly, those minor workers from this uh, Yunnan um, cave, and came from the Yunnan cave, uh, six of them, three dead, and in that thesis, that thesis is done by the doctor who's in charge of these patients in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, I was a doctor, so it is very uh, reliable when you read the thesis. So this thesis uh, didn't actually didn't conclude that they had died of coronavirus. Instead, these people they didn't show the trans, uh, even the transmissibility, and also these people three dead people. 
they die because either they have cancer or other very serious disease, or they stay in that bad cave for too long. So the most, and also the antibody test didn't show they have any coronavirus or SARS-like antibody. So all this kind of um, examination and clinical result finally make them have the conclusion that these people most uh, probably uh, uh, get sick because of inhaling pneumonia because of the those kind of containing the materials in that cave. And also the death reason actually uh, related to like fungus, um, mm. this kind of second uh, infection and other disease, but not coronavirus. So clearly some people, I mean, I believe there are some group and also based on our source, there are some people uh, who know Chinese and who are helping Chinese Communist Party try to uh, muddy the water for the origin investigation. And this can establish some stories, sounds very, uh, you know, uh, attractive, a mysterious cave in the in Yunnan. And yes, something maybe related to accident in the lab, spillover, blah, blah, blah. And certainly she's very uh, kind of uh, reputable in this field, so we should trust her. All like this. However, I mean, because this was not real, so it can be revealed. So, obviously, um, a lot of pushback has um, centered around the, the cave in Yunnan, and um, this also includes the uh, the recent release of the diffuse documents from. Defense Threat Reduction Agency, which was an EcoHealth submitted grant. Um, I don't know, it was about $14 million that they were asking for. And they were specifically talking about um, finding... Team function. Yeah, yeah but, but finding these uh, viruses, trying to look how close they were to this um, evolutionary jump and also doing the um, insertion of things like furing cleavage sites to uh, Im improve transmission or, or infectivity, sorry. Um, do you, do, would you just discount that data as um, incidental to this origin story or where would you put that in the bigger picture? Oh, actually from the beginning, I told people from January, uh, and also later on, since I came to America in February, uh, I appear on Fox on, uh, in July. I start to tell people that there are compromised scientists in America and in other countries like UK, France, uh, all over the world. They are helping Chinese Communist Party for their own benefits. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about the eco-health, clearly Peter Dashak, he's very deeply working with Chinese Communist Party. Mm -hmm. He's the familiar guest, I mean, VIP for the Wuhan Institute. Uh, Virology Institute, and also he's the one Chinese Communist Party assigned to uh, organize the Lancet Letter, organize 27 Chinese, uh, not worldwide scientists, and to sign to prove the nature origin and claim that um, lab origin is conspiracy and praise Chinese Communist Party. Mm -hmm. All of them are planned by Chinese Communist Party, and these people, they are just like replaceable tools for Chinese Communist Party. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, 
Of course, I mean, later on, the documents show Peter Daszak and Dr. Fauci, they are together helping Chinese Communist Party to get a uh, very huge amount of the ground, like millions of the ground, right? And they also gave the ground to, like, the, the scientists who helped them, like uh, Christine Anderson, they get, like, 9 million uh, U.S. dollar after they published that proximal uh, origin uh, paper. But I want to tell people that if you check first, the DOD that uh, project uh, Peter Daszak helping uh, WIV and help other Chinese scientists, including Lin Fa Wang, the Batman, who's based in Australia, later on moved to Singapore. Actually, he's a CCP agent. So this group of people, they try to get grant from DOD. However, they, are, they failed because DOD pointed out, although they don't mention this is potential gain-of-function study, but DOT experts realized that there is potential risk, so they rejected it. Mm. And later on, that is because Dr. Fauci and other people in NIH, especially NIAID, helped them, so they managed to deliver American taxpayers' money to China. But, I mean, I always want to tell people, remember, these people, they are individuals. Why? Because in America, your system is democratic. Everyone actually representative of yourself. And your government is not a communist government, which means this is not how share one brain. It's not like everyone uh, do everything together for one purpose. So these scientists, including those people who are helping them, they are working for their own benefits. The money they deliver to China, it's a far less than what Chinese government need to build the huge, massive, uh, unrestricted bioweapon program. Mm. Chinese Communist Party started back from end of 1990s, I mean, formally. Uh, and also, uh, since Xi Jinping became chairman um, uh, in 20, uh, 2012, they actually uh, accelerated and they already uh, reshaped the theory of the unrestricted bioweapon. They called it as biosecurity. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, use all these scientists and use those magazines like Nature and Science, and they use the word, uh, this kind of um, uh, World Health Organization and Food Agriculture Organization, even UN altogether. So these are all the tools, Chinese Communist Party for their purpose to take over the whole world using the bioweapons, have prepared a lot. So they, uh, if you check, every year, Chinese Communist Party gave ground, huge amount of ground in different aspects, but finally it goes to the bioweapon study. Mm-hmm. They may use some uh, that kind of uh, title as support the civilian uh, study in security or support your study or whatever, but and also some are in the part of the military development. Actually, these are much higher than the money they get from America. Mm-hmm. So they get technology, yes, from America. They infiltrate to America to establish network and compromise, uh, compromise scientists, yes. And also they want steal more money as possible from America, yes. But doesn't mean that if uh, America uh, refuses to do that, Chinese Communist Party will stop. No, they actually put it it as a top uh, national uh, strategies. And also uh, because they consider this is a trophy 
in the COVID because for over two years, uh, they, they feel that they win. So mm. that's why they actually confirm this kind of unrestricted bioweapon strategies as uh, the that uh, keep going on that uh, national strategies for the next five years uh, of Chinese Communist Party. Mm. So um, I, I would like to sort of expand I, I understand what you're saying that they wrap up these programs, uh, dual use programs, in uh, by saying, uh, you know, pandemic prediction. It's about public safety, and you know, it's a way of camouflaging um, a, a, a sort of deeper, more nefarious program. Um, but I'd, I'd also think it's fair to say that um, the United States does exactly the same thing, right? They've used the pretext of um, pandemic prediction. That's the whole raison d'etre for eco-health. Uh, another important one is Metabiota. I don't know if you're familiar with Metabiota. So the, the PREDICT program, um, these, these are highly funded US programs that are pushed out into the world to look for emerging pathogens that are then brought back to laboratories where they engage in, well, maybe not so much in US laboratories, but the feeling is is that they get pushed out to um, laboratories where there's less oversight. So why not why not send it to why not send data to Wuhan? Why not send data to, you know, so right now we've got issues in uh, Ukraine where, you know, the Department of Defense has been funding, you know, the numbers are varying depending on who you're listening to. But we know that there's you know, let's say 13 laboratories in Ukraine, Kazakhstan, where they're doing this type of research. So it, it seems to it seems from my perspective, from a purely scientific um, analysis, where I want to try and um, what I would like to do is to cut back all these programs. I, I think they constitute an existential threat, um, no matter who's doing them. I think they're always um, you're always going to have problems with leaks. You you know you're dealing with human beings all the time and then of course you have the as you say the corruption within individual scientists themselves and their own their own self interests um if you if you had to would you would you agree that there's a similar issue on the uh, US side or actually i know you uh, you and many other people have this kind of uh, opinion that mm. to cut down all this kind of study and uh, America maybe uh, also be responsible in the pandemic. I mean, I really want to tell people first, believe you are in the uh, information war. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is not only between America or, uh, and Russia. Mm. This is actually Russia, I mean, Xi Jinping and Putin, mm. uh, they actually become allies and they are competing with the Western civilization. Mm. They are very evil. I was born and grown up from Chinese Communist Party environment, and I deeply understood the, uh, them. So uh, also this is based on our intelligence from China. Let me tell you something. First, as I said, is there any individuals in America who actually are guilty and also uh, actually should be responsible for misleading people in the pandemic for this loss? Yes, there are. And I mean, because they are Americans or maybe because they are Australian or uh, in the UK, I mean, they should be uh, I mean, judged by their people according to their law. However, however, 
uh, let's talk about Chinese Communist Party. As I said, they are the scientists in Chinese Communist Party. In Xi Jinping's eyes, they are replaceable. That means, I mean, I will always tell people that this kind of unrestricted bio weapon, it is it actually means weaponized pathogens, and including virus and also bacteria, uh, plus misinformation, propaganda, and the censorship. So let me be more clear. This time, when we say COVID, initially it is easy. People like you immediately judge that this is from China. Something went wrong. Mm-hmm. However, because they launched the international scientific misinformation campaign, and also uh, mainstream media is working uh, are working with them, and they have a lot of um, compromised people helping them, and also they confuse the people. So that makes people still until now say we don't know what exactly it is. Actually, the fact is very clear. The virus is built based on the backbone owned and only owned by the People's Liberation Army. This was published in their paper. So just to ask a technical question, um, so what is the proportion of nucleotide overlap between uh, the the ZC, the Chinese uh, around 10, uh, 10, uh, 11 percentage, because the eleven percentage is the change, the space for them, the room for them to change, to add the functions, to cover up their modification, and there are smoking gun evidence. So you're saying there's only eleven percent difference between the before they cha- uh, they modify it before they modified and the primary the primary modifications yeah. being the spike protein and yes and the RD, uh, rdrp and primary so you know there's there's a lot of analysis that's gone into the spike protein I mean, you know this is a technical question as well and as a neuroscientist and my own experience i was as um what's interested me is the propensity for causing prion disorders and also sequences for so the the receptor binding motif of the spike protein um if you run that through um something like plaque or other software that will look for the ability to cause misfolding proteins. So there's there's a paper recently, well, it was published on preprint very, very early on, TETS and TETS, which looked at the um, ability of the receptor binding motif to cause a potential protein misfolding. Uh, so do you, do you have a comment to that? With respect. Uh, first, I want, yeah, I, I think I know what you mean, the protein things, but I want to tell people until now, we know Chinese Communist Party always search for the uh, virus from animals, the novel virus, especially if they have the potential neurotoxicity towards people. And because this is also listed at least in one of the multi central ground conducted by China CDC headquarters office, the, the, uh, the, the director, Gao Fu, George Fu Gao. Mm. And also, they want to get such like 
functions after modification. Uh, for example, we only see that people lose the smell and taste, and they have like the brain fog, and they have long COVID. All the things, a lot of things to be solved, especially the long-term hidden consequences consequences so uh but i won't tell people i know i noticed that some people talking about prone disease i have seen some kind of paper but uh to be honest i haven't seen the uh very uh, convincing evidence and it seems a little bit far away based on my understanding as a virologist uh that to link uh this kind of uh, connection directly with the SARS-CoV-2 i mean they may cause some change, but whether this change is strong enough to become symptomatic or to really uh, uh, get affect, uh, affected the uh, brain in function. Uh, so this kind of things we still need. I mean, I encourage a lot of more studies uh, and I encourage the uh, people get the ground uh, if they can in this field to do more research because uh, if now we give this conclusion uh, that it's directly will cause the prone disease, I don't think it's uh, convincing. And I will say now we need to see and we, we want more data. Uh, well, say- and also I want to say, uh, I want to add something just, just now because we will talk about uh, Ukraine biolab. I want to say I don't think that uh, to cut off is a solution because uh, first we do have the com- uh, convention of bioweapon and we do have different kind of surveillance system like WHO, uh, NIH to surveillance this kind of um, potential risk in the uh, biodefense or gain function study. However, it is not because this experiment itself. It is because we have the nations, we have this kind of uh, legal nations like, I mean, so-called legal nations like communist China. They are working on this to ignore all these kind of international uh, principles. They are taking the advantage of the weakness of all these systems. And if we don't do anything study about uh, such virus, then we cannot develop by defense because uh, it is like to stop anyone uh, have the gun and only the government ha- can have the gun. That's what happened in China because government is the only, uh, is the only organization can have using the gun. So people actually have to listen to them. So image if we stop all this kind of biodefense uh, study uh, for the rest of the world, but only China can do it because they don't care. Then at that time, it is very dangerous. And actually, they already launched the bio attacks towards the world. Mm-hmm. And also, when we talk about the bio weapon uh, or the bio labs in Ukraine, I have to say you must look back from the beginning of the COVID-19. As I said, Chinese Communist Party always want to use misinformation and propaganda together with the virus to brainwash the world and to get avoid of uh, all the responsibility. So that's why now they actually found the opportunity that they can blame America. This kind of pro- propaganda started in China immediately since I escaped. I mean, from the May 2020, because Chinese government knows that I will reveal their bioweapon program in America. So combined with that, they also launched the first wave of attack to myself. They said I'm a hamster from the lab. (laughs) And also now, I mean, what they are going to do is 
image if they grab some lab which can have a collaboration with America, mm. then Putin and Xi Jinping together, they can do anything to yeah, accuse we're, America. We're in a very and, dangerous situation right now where, where literally two superpowers can turn around. You and this, have, and this, is the, this is the problem, though, of... The, uh, having these programs and and putting them in places where they're not under um, direct control of, say, the United States, right? So if you put a lab sure. in Ukraine, uh, you put it uh, all along the southern border and around China, it's easier. You make you give China and Russia the chance to come in and, uh, uh, you know, literally say, "Oh, we found yeah, the evidence China. for." For this, um, for these programs, and it's very difficult to argue against the, uh, the, the. It would be very difficult to argue against that evidence in light of the the extant infrastructure that's in place already, because we know that this funding is going in. We know the so, Department of Defense has spent hundreds of millions of dollars this is something that's why it's information war and that's why you know russia and china they're very good at information war mm. they know how to take the advantage and uh, yeah you are right when they set this in some place that russia can grab it easily this is very dangerous however ukraine is a country i mean uh ukraine uh, if it, it has to uh you know russia has very long-term history of the about weapon study. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, when Ukraine want to do some bio defense study, so that is very reasonable. Mm -hmm. And also, America has funded uh, multiple countries to do the bio defense program. Mm -hmm. I suppose that, I mean, it's supposed that all these countries uh, should uh, obey the uh, convention of bio weapon. So well, we, we know that China, they didn't do that. And we don't know whether, uh, I mean, first, I have checked the evidence. I haven't seen any evidence show this uh, bio labs in Ukraine are working with America, functionally produce a bio weapon or develop like China. Uh, and so also, that's that's the difficult, that's the ambiguity in this whole equation. Right? Yes. That we, so we don't wait know. Minute, I, that's why I want to add more things. And the other thing, let me tell you, if you check my interview back to uh, uh, one month ago, I already told people, based on our intelligence from China, mm -hmm. China's Communist Party has done clinical trial using people in China about hemorrhagic fever viruses and mm -hmm. some antidotes they supposed to be. And this actually also, they have already well planned to launch mobile attacks uh, towards the world, especially America. However, this time they prepared more propaganda and they will get, uh, make people confused and finally blame others the nature of America. Mm. And if you check the propaganda launched by Russia um, <clears throat> recently, you will see clearly, uh, especially when it combined with the propaganda in Chinese, it's very clearly they focus on two things. One thing is they want to claim U.S. government conducted human trials using hemorrhagic fever viruses in Ukraine. Mm. The other thing is they actually want to accuse American government to produce the SARS-CoV-2 in Ukraine. However, we know that even before that, even uh, my team has revealed it even back to end of last year that hemorrhagic fever viruses 
is the next very uh, kind of uh, uh, possible bioweapon Chinese government will release towards the world. And also for the SARS-CoV-2, the only thing can show the origin, the, the uh, smoking gun evidence is the real backbone, which is only obtained, discovered by the People's Liberation Army. It's really so difficult to find the bat which carries such good candidate virus to use for uh, SARS-CoV-2 produce uh, development. So these are all the things Chinese government know. They cannot argue. So that's why they try to confuse people using the misinformation and the propaganda. And that is very dangerous because they want create this kind of social cleavage in America and between America and the Euro its European uh, allies and other countries. And this is actually to create the chaos because those international communists, the Chinese communists, they believe that chaos bring opportunities to them. To undermine America to take over the world. Yeah, and you know, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree about um, the nefarious side of Chinese communism. Um, but my my point more focuses around how in the West we haven't helped ourselves. We've made it worse by well, again, the, the proximal origin crew, mm. right? That 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 made the situation worse. Whereas if if they'd been clear from the beginning, oh, this perhaps does have a synthetic origin. You know what? We were helping um, direct funds to that type of research. We were looking at, you know, biodefense programs where, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, so you, lethal biological weapons is under the, under the conventions are, offensive weapons and are not supposed to be studied or made but there's this very gray zone below that that, that are basically what what, what you class as incapacitating agents and that that includes both chemical and biological um capacity and i, I would put forward the premise that SARS-CoV-2 fits the category of an incapacitating agent, especially because of the long, the long COVID type symptoms. It's very neurological based um, pathology. And this, and, and so in this context, um, I, it's very difficult for me to disambiguate exactly whose interests are really being played out here. Because but again, America hasn't helped themselves. China, I agree with you, has had the doctrine of unrestricted warfare for many decades now. And as scientists and the public in the middle, from where I'm sitting, it, it looks but it looks bad from every every side of the equation here. And so it's it's difficult to do stuff about China. Okay. That China is not going to change. China is always going to be doing what it's doing. It has no respect for human rights. It will. Um, I have no doubt that they would engage in um, human experimentation without a second thought. All of those things, I think, are um, have been done and are being done. The the approach that I want to be able to take, though, is to say, well, our institutions can be trusted. Our institutions can be 
um, relied upon at, at a time of emergency, one, to not try and cover up their associations, two, to relay to the public that, hey, we might have something potentially very dangerous on our hands. And in that context, there's been a massive failure. And so regardless of yeah, sanction China, do whatever you whatever we can. We can't do much anymore. We've given all our manufacturing to China. Russia has all the natural resources. The West has left itself with a service economy based on financial instruments primarily. Right. That's that's their way of sort of generating uh, wealth. So it's it's hard for us to. Well, yeah, I guess you can disengage from financial SWIFT, for example, being one one such sanction. But once once they're Russia providing resources and China providing manufacturing, they don't care. Right. And event eventually people are just going to start buying their their goods because they'll be cheaper and etc so what what we need to do as a scientific community is to make sure that one we root out all the individuals that we think are um compromised and i i would even put forward this premise which is there are many virologists molecular biologists geneticists clinicians you, you name it that would have had suspicions right from the very beginning. It's not just me and a small handful of people trying to trying to raise alarm at the beginning and now just pouring through the data. Whole whole institutes need um, pulling apart and starting again and replace all those people with I don't know something something approximating a functioning system. Uh, what I want to tell you is first, yeah, of course, I agree with you. Have to uh, make this environment in your own country, in your own system, become very, uh, uh, how to say, honest. Mm. And also, uh, they can do the things follow the principle, right? People can do the things based on conscious. However, I mean, let me tell you that why my lab in the University of Hong Kong. Uh, actually is so important in this whole pandemic because my lab actually conducts the international bridge rule between the international society, uh, scientific environment and Chinese Communist Party. And my boss, big boss, Malik Paris, he's a top expert in this field. He's Fauci's celebrity. He is a master for the Dr. Tedros and all these people. He is behind that. So these people, not only him, also, as I said, massive, massive infiltration from Chinese Communist Party and the other international communists. Uh, so already infiltrated into America and other countries. This is not a small thing they have done within one or two years. This is a big effort, actually, uh, especially in the recent 20 years, they have built their network. And if you check why we can not let a uh, uh, I mean, Christian Anderson uh, quit the job because he's in Crypt uh, uh, Crypt uh, Institute in California and mm. check that institute. Chinese money is behind yeah. before it become bankrupted in 2019. Chinese Communist Party gave money, funded it. Mm. 
That's why you see a lot of scientists from that institute help China. Mm. And that's why I tell that not only the taxpayers' money from America in this program, the majority of this uh, money in in all this unrestricted bioweapon program, it's from communist China. And also they craft NIH, they craft WHO, they craft like John Hopkins uh, University, all like this. So if only we talk about pull out certain scientists, mm. you will see that again, the reason is still there. The root reason is there. And yes, it's not easy to defeat, uh, uh, defeat uh, communist China. But that's why we need our work together. Sanction really worked, but it is not the only thing, and it it cannot finally uh, end the Chinese Communist Party. Mm-hmm. However, this can first when people like you and me, we are in this field, medical field, we stand up, we tell people what happened, and then we work with more and more people, the majority, and then we can give pressure to this kind of communist China or Russia. At least I have the, my team have uh, still have the intelligence network based in China, even close to Xi Jinping. And I can tell you, China is really not stable. Mm. Uh, inside China, there are a lot of factors. So Chinese Communist Party w- is uh, very worried about the uh, destabilization. That's why they maintain the uh, high pressure, uh, this kind of control in China, very cruel control in China. And uh, the, this kind of stress from us, from the rest of the world, go back to China, actually will accelerate the breakup of Chinese Communist Party. Mm-hmm. If we only, only focus on the things happening in America, uh, or I mean, in UK also, this actually, as I said, these people are replaceable. They are pulled out and new people grow up. They still can be manipulated by communist China. Because actually, image as a scientist, the ground behind that has Chinese Communist Party's hand. And also when they do the work in the conference uh, for the reviewers, for the peer-reviewed paper, Chinese Communist Party can influence it. And also mainstream media, China can uh, do the control. All these things will push these people actually finally bent to communist China. Mm. And why we don't see majority of scientists on our side? Because uh, first, uh, except for the handful of these top experts already uh, controlled by Chinese Communist Party, mm. majority of scientists, first, they are worried about uh fight against the, the boss or titans will harm their own career. Yeah, which, is, which I think is a, a massive weakness in the system that we have, that it's become so nepotistic and so, that people will yes. not stand up. And, and they're too worried about their pensions and they're too worried about their grants to, to not stand up. And it's literally, it ta- it's taken, um, well, you know, I'm in retirement, so I can speak up, but there's been very few credentialed scientists, more now, but at the beginning, there was there was no one. I, I could count on one uh, hand, you know, PhDs and doctors who, who would be speaking out, you among them, saying that there's there's something very serious and very wrong going on right now. And so I, I don't think, I don't think it's beyond our um, mental capacities to, 
be able to hold both sides, uh, um, to be looking at both sides and saying, okay, you have a problem, you have a problem, and uh, we have to get to a solution very, very quickly because, like you said, you know, we're in a situation where Russia is on top of these these labs in Ukraine, and we know that there's been money, and we know that there have been these networks traveling to those labs from the from the U.S. under diplomatic um, uh, freedoms, having um, having contracts which we've seen which. Um, make uh, official secrets acts so there's no transparency projects and i mean i have I've, I've got to look into the veracity of this project more but specifically one looking for russian sino but they want synovial fluid from russians not ukrainians it's got to be russians and this these these seem to be legitimate documents from within the um Department of Defense Infrastructure. Again, that's that. What that's done is put us all in. It's put us all in danger because again, China and Russia can take those now, and now say. The thing is, China and Russia doesn't need to take the things from your lab. And to be honest, there are already enough bioweapons in their arsenal. The thing is, they need to find out the excuse to release it and blame the yeah. other country, but not themselves. Mm. That's how they try to take over the world and um, and destroy actually the Western civilization mm. because these two these two parties actually they really anti-human and uh, they are anti-Christ they are really the enemy for the human. However, I do agree with you that the system needs to be improved because mm. like Dr. Fauci, he's like the godfather in this whole system. Mm. So people even need to worship them. If if not, they need to face the danger to the risk to lose their career yeah. and yeah, my, yes, my, can't I can't go back into science now for the for speaking out over the last two years. There's no there's no way even if I wanted to, I don't want to because I'd already seen how corrupt the westerns the western systems were. How you had to tow a line and how you had to you know it's all about the politicking between people and your network building. It's like mid age. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's. Um, it, it's not how they want to give us fire sentence. <laughs> yeah, it's it and it's well, you know how do how do how do you diffuse that? Well, I, I my own personal opinion is that um, institutes have to go back to uh, a more basic um, framework. So you know it, it has to be more like a monastery than a, a corporation that's just looking to increase profit year on year on year and patent after patent after patent as a way to um keep grabbing resources hang on a minute like what's up big boy daddy's busy we have to play downstairs sorry it's my job um so the and, and like i say i agree with you there's a, there, there's existential threat from chinese absolutely I, I don't have any, and I'm in Japan. I'm wait. I'm waiting for the planes and ships to hit Taiwan any day now, right? I, I think. Yeah, that, they won't get Taiwan. Thinking yeah. won Taiwan, and also won't even uh, get Japan. Listen yeah. to them. Mm -hmm. Change the order. Yep. Yes, uh -huh. but of course, uh, I mean, we need to push and we need to advocate for the change 
in the scientific field, definitely. Mm. And we should not let people like Fauci or Dasha control the way to talk. And they, they can suppress, they can punish the scientists and doctors who won't tell the truth. Mm. This is a very, uh, I mean, hilarious, ridiculous. Mm. And however, I mean, this will take time. And we need to do it little by little. Not I, only I don't think we, we have need- time. This is the problem. But time has run out. It, it, it's been there pro- yeah. a problem that's been there for so many decades. It's like a like a boil, right? That eventually it's just going to build up and and it's it's. So festering. that's why go back to the root reason and to try the best to stop communist China and their allies like Putin to do more the things, including the real bio attacks, the other type of the information war or unrestricted financial, unrestricted other uh, this kind of strategies toward America. This is to protect your country and your people. And also the yeah, very it, important it, it, thing it, is it, at the late. same time. It, it's too late. At the in- same time. It's, it's too not late. too late. It's always not too late until the end of the, the world. I won't say it's too late. And I can say actually uh, we are winning because I see how people wake up. I see how people start to understand what happened. That's why China and Putin, they are desperately crazy now because they see more and more people start to realize what happened. Especially Xi Jinping, I can tell you that he become very crazy. He want to get Taiwan this year. He also try to use this kind of strategies to uh, actually uh, blame America and fight against America. This is not wise. This is very stupid. But they did that because they say we are winning and they are in fear. So the oh, thing I, is, I, I, I would argue we have to do all the things at the same time. They see that we're weak. Right, they've seen that how corrupt our institutions have they become. They thought. They see. They thought, and they saw our withdrawal from now. Afghanistan, which which was a shambles. Right, uh, everything from Trust the Western me. posture looks very. Um, it it doesn't. It, it looks like we could be taken very easily, right? And if you if you were planning to do something like like the Chinese would want to do. Right. China wants Taiwan. You, you always need to improve. But the thing is, China thought you are weak. And the people, Americans, always will feel unsatisfied with your government because you are a democratic country. Mm-hmm. You have your right to, uh, of course, uh, improve your government. Mm-hmm. However, China still, from the military level, from technology level, and from all the other level, far away, uh, less than America. So mm-hmm. that's why they already uh, confirmed to use the bioweapon and also use bioweapon together with misinformation propaganda to mm. attack you. Mm. And let's go back to the uh, beginning of why we are in such terrible situation now. Mm. So I really agree that always this kind of uh, system in America or in Europe need to be improved. Mm. That's why this is a live system. It's not a dead system. Mm. However, I really know China, communist China actually is dying. It looks very big, like the big elephant. Mm. But no, it is not. It is because of the propaganda and because of the push to do the stabilization uh, inside China. Mm. So it's, I mean, I'm very confident that 
I see more and more people stand up, and I see more and more people like you and me. They want to tell the truth. They work with other people. Not only scientists can change this. We have to work with legislators, business people, and the media all together. However, I mean, we already see the change, and trust me, this kind of. A terrible situation cannot last too long because people are not stupid. And when people try to fight for the freedom, the power is amazing. I, I, I mean, history has shown that there's the, the like I say when I when I think it might be too late, it's it's because literally of the dynamics on the ground right now where you're talking about. So it's, let's take for example the hemorrhagic fever, fever. So the Crimea Congo hemorrhagic fever. Okay, that we know we know circulates around that area where they're fighting right now. Maybe they've already seeded it out. That it's yeah, yeah. So Chinese Communist Party plan to do it even during Winter Olympic, and we still, based on the intelligence, we don't know whether they already successfully uh, release it or not because this kind of hemorrhagic fever viruses mm -hmm. they can have the incubation period for even 50 days mm -hmm. and uh, for some of the virus like Lassa 80% people can be uh, no symptom or mild symptom mm -hmm. so this is something we need to be very cautious and as I said China thought they have the secret antidote for marble Lassa and hand out this kind of hemorrhagic fever viruses. Mm. So anyway, I I mean, that's why they also want to launch this kind of information war and blame America using Ukraine lab, bio labs. Mm. If you go back to see all these things, it's actually step by step in their protocol. They have to do it at this same time at certain time to fulfill their purpose. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like I say, it's and it looks like they've done it and we've helped them, whether whether inadvertently or through just people being greedy or uh, networks being yeah. corrupt. Um, we've, we've helped them along the way. And I, w I would even add this into the equation, that the, um, the mass rollout of the gene transfection technology used for the current vaccines may may create a high disease background level that it becomes much harder to pick out emerging other emerging diseases particularly once once it's not a natural phenomenon it's been vectored by human beings that have a purpose that know they need to go to Brussels, Berlin, London, New York, what you know, they hit the major metropolitan centers and like I say, that that then you're already you've already gone past the normal uh, civilian level controls that would have been in place, right? So n detection in hospitals, etc. And do you think do you think that we could be in a situation like that if especially if antibody dependent uh, enhancement from the vaccines uh, plays an issue i will say the antibody dependent enhancement or this kind of situation like potential risk from the immature covid 
uh, vaccine, I raised, I raised this concern and told people from beginning of 2020. And uh, yeah, we do really uh, worry about that uh, the public health will be actually hurt, harmed by these uh, immature vaccines. Uh, however, I want to say that if there is like hemorrhagic fever viruses attack people, uh, the, the thing is first, uh, this kind of virus actually, uh, based on the uh, documents now and the experience, is not easy to be uh, modified to add functions. This is up to their nature, and and also even if you don't change, it can be high uh, self, uh, high lethal. And but this kind of virus very difficult for them to make, uh, become pandemic. Usually. Uh, if they release, I mean, oh, they cause it, it should be a kind of outbreak. And such viruses, actually, because they are on the bioweapon list and also bioterrorism list. So each country has their own uh, functional system to defend it. So that's why, uh, although, yeah, it will cause some damage, but since we already released this uh, Chinese Communist Party's plan to the world in advance, and also uh, because the functional of the defense system, we can say that uh, it won't cause the big damage as pandemic. So people don't need to be panicked about that. Mm. But the thing is that if you didn't realize where it comes from, your other thought is from the nature, like West Africa. Mm. But China actually controlled West Africa very well. They studied Ebola and Lhasa and Marble from West Africa for many years. Mm. They built the military lab there. And also, if you don't know that Chinese Communist Party had their own uh, secret antidote, that means the anti-CD38 monoantibody, mm. uh, if you don't know that, when this kind of outbreak happened, what China's plan is, first blame America, and then use the panic to sell the antidotes. We don't know whether it's very efficient. I mean, I checked, my team has verified it based on scientific evidence. It seems theoretically it works as how this kind of drug anti some cancer, but we don't know how to use that. We don't know uh, the real uh, efficient uh, efficiency of this treatment, but China already enlarged the production of such monoantibody and also reduced the cost because they don't own the patent. They get it from Johnson Johnson. So all like this can make China government become like the hero. Citizens that come to me and I have drug, cheap drug and listen to me, we are friends. All these things is to achieve their goal to destroy your country's uh, economy, social order, and also your faith. Mm. They won't really hate democratic system. Mm. They will let you listen to them and brainwash you. And finally, they won't take over your country. They want to control you. This is a real purpose. And also, it's like even the COVID-19 vaccine's uh, adverse effect will cause the uh, lot of potential risk and will cause people uh, will cause a lot of lawsuits uh, from people to the government, especially the government which push the mandate policies. These are actually also part of the strategies in communist China's unrestricted biowarfare because so they do, also do have, have multiple purposes on, based on this. Do you have a comment on Hong Kong's data right now? So I, I, I Oh no, terrible. 
terrible. So to, to we me, see it's very unusual. So military controlled Hong Kong, and the highly highly vaxxed, high, um, and kind of highly vaxxed seventy percent. I remember at least. And one thing is first, if you check who's the military commander in China, PLA's commander, mm. but uh, from China to Hong Kong. The one who came to Hong Kong this year and after that launched this kind of lockdown and another uh, outbreak in Hong Kong is the person who controlled the Xinjiang uh, for uh, re-education of the Uyghur people for many years. Mm. And also this kind of military control in Hong Kong based on their control for this kind of professional people like my previous colleagues, those experts, uh, they help China and they claim, oh, you don't have vaccine, you have sick, oh, uh, this Omicron caused a lot of deaths in Hong Kong, all like this. But actually behind it, there is a lot of things, is, uh, including that Chinese Communist Party want to do more kind of uh, trial in Hong Kong, and which including to test the people's tolerance to this kind of chaos, and also including the further deep control in Hong Kong, all like this. And just based on the uh, clinical data, actually, it's not transparent now. And we can compare it to the other countries as a very developed city, uh, as Hong Kong. Such high death rate, especially with such high uh, vaccination rate in Hong Kong, uh, with Omicron, actually, is very, very unusual. And we do believe there is something wrong happened. However, because of the very strict control, from PLA and Xi Jinping to Hong Kong. Uh, at this moment, I don't have uh, further data to analyze and to comment. Well, so there's a similar pattern emerging in Japan. Uh, Omicron, so Japan have been doing very well over the last two years. They hadn't shut down. I mean, their only imposition was mask wearing. And this winter, their deaths have shot up, right? And again, this is with Omicron, supposedly a mild, milder version. And it's milder because it's lost that, um, you know, the prion genesis domain in the furing, uh, in the receptor binding motif. And um, I would say the data is being repeated in Israel as well. They're, they're very high vaccinated country. The levels of infection are very high. Uh, Bahrain is another country that's having the same problem. And, and so I, I think we're, you know, there's, we have to have a discussion about how the, how it's emerging on a day by day basis, like you would any other sort of war or battle right now. And it's, it's okay, it's okay having like the political discussion with who, who we, who we can hold to account, but there needs to be uh, more focus being put on um, trying to describe the pathophysiology and the the risks that potentially people um, have right now and you know I'm I've gone down the path of you know I'm 99.9% .9 sure I had it um, I'm not vaccinating none of my family are being uh, vaccinated um, I'm of the opinion that natural your best bet if you can survive it is a natural immune response immunity yeah 
Uh, do, do you have? A- I would say that natural immune response plus the treatment, uh, in time is yes. the best way. Yeah, yes. because we do have drugs: hydroxychloroquine, mm-hmm. ivermectin, plus different drugs, including mm-hmm. aspirin. These are all the very good drugs can mm-hmm. uh, combine to be treat you and also treat the even long COVID. And uh, the thing is, this kind of symptom you just need to understand and admit it, and then look for the way to treat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, of course, vaccination, the massive vaccination do have uh, actually because based on they are designed based on the spike protein and spike protein is designed to target people and harm people. So this kind of uh, massive vaccination would damage the public health in certain level. We, we don't want to create panic, but we do see the data and based on the understanding of spike protein and based on understanding of the previous coronavirus vaccine, which are failed, mm-hmm. we know this is very rush uh, and irresponsible to push people get vaccine, even boosters. This will undermine, I mean, for some, at least a certain percentage of people's immunity and also uh, maybe metabolism system or other things. So this may be the reason uh, when they again faced on other things, uh, maybe even not uh, only Omicron, because some kind of heart inflammation or the blood clot can just happen after a while, right? So this kind of things actually, we still need to be very, very uh, cautious and we need to monitor. The very important thing is we have to advocate for using the drugs. These are the drugs approved for many years, proved to be safe, and also they are really useful based yes. on the mechanism. And we should not only let people stay there until the last stage of the disease and say, oh, okay, the death rate increased and we can do nothing. Mm-hmm. That is so terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it makes this me... is all the things we are doing with global COVID summit doctors and many other friends uh, to push forward yeah and, and the, i'm sorry it's too late for me now uh, yeah so. I, we could keep talking for um a long time. yes we keep talking uh but uh yeah we, we can uh, i hope you co- you'll come we back and do another, another stream and just uh carry this on um but i i just want to finish on that point that when when they said go home take tylenol and come back when you can't breathe i i really think that pushed um it, it allowed the disease to ignite um very strongly across across many regions we saw it in iran we saw it in italy spain um a lot of uh, a lot of um damage and loss occurred because of that and if they just said go home and take aspirin would it i i think would probably dropped the uh the... aspirin itself doesn't uh help so much it helps some people but like reduce the inflammation because aspirin will uh, prevent the blood clot and yeah. the inflammation reduction is also important so combination uh, combi- a combination of this kind of drugs will be very effective although mm. not magic not magic but like i say the, yeah. the fact it wasn't said and they they used you know acetaminophen Tylenol as a as the go to, I, I think I think in we'll look back in history and see that as a you know one of the worst um, bits situation. Of yeah, it's terrible terrible bit of medical advice to uh, very sad 
yeah, very, very sad. Um, so, uh, I know it's, I know it's very late for you. I thank you very much for your time and, um, I hope we can continue this because I think the situation is still yeah. evolving very rapidly and, you know, who knows what's going to happen within a week. With, yeah. uh, current... I'm happy that we can share our opinions in your broadcast. It's very nice. Ah, we didn't get out live anywhere. We got, uh, we just got shut down all the time. So I'll, I'll have to upload it <laughs> and, uh, sit, but I recorded it anyway. So, um, we, we haven't lost anything and, uh, there's, um, you know, there's more that we didn't get to banal, uh, the, uh, the Thai, not Thai, um, Laos, uh, very, oh, I will publish the false paper. The false report will show you, okay. uh, we're still editing it. Uh, could I, could, would you send me, a, I won't show anyone. Can I, could I have a, a look? Perhaps I can help you edit it. I'd be, I'd be happy to do that. Oh, thank you so much. And, uh, uh, we will actually uh, almost, uh, I think, in a very soon time, we will publish it to the, uh, again, uh, I believe it will be Zinado because we always publish our report there and I would like to send you to read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to. And uh, like I say, even, even just sort of language editing or something, I'm happy to uh, help Thank out. Thank you for your offer. Yeah. So yeah. nice. Oh, I've got to work together right at the moment and there's, there's very few of us that are, um sort of speaking out at this at this level so um again uh what i'll do is i'll I'll stop the stream and then um so we're not live anymore and then i, I can just uh, say why so um i'll upload this stream guys for listening uh so again thank you to Li Meng yang and uh, dr Li Meng yang i should say and we will uh, hopefully continue this I, i'm gonna say goodbye to the audience uh please don't don't you hang up uh, Li Ming. Uh, that's off